the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, if you love to eat as much as we do on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you're going to love hearing the latest in the world World of of food. food. First, do you love McDonald's French fries? I do. You can get free fries for life by proving you're the ultimate fan. That's now through (laughs) July 20th. And finally, in the world of food, they're saying campfire cones are going to be your new favorite summertime tradition. What are those? You fill a waffle cone with treats like marshmallows, chocolates, fruit, whatever you want. Wrap it with foil and cook it on the grill for five minutes or uh, in the oven until everything's all gooey. But I'd just rather have ice cream in my waffle cone. Mm-hmm. I guess when you're out camping, yeah, it's something you fun can't have ice cream. It's a, it's a twist on the traditional s'more. Yes. Right? Yes, it is. Do you ever see somebody struggling with something and you think, should I help? Should I not help? Should I offer help? Do they even want help? Mm-hmm. And you really don't know what to do? Well, I, I went on a bike ride and there were some uh, ladies who were having trouble at the end of their ride. And I really wrestled with, should I help or not? And I, I offered to help. And I'll tell you, I don't know if, how helpful I was. Uh-oh. I'll tell you about it next. So a lot of things went through my mind, Taylor, when uh, I saw these two ladies. I'd gone on a bike ride on the trail I usually go on, and in the parking lot, I get back, I'm done my ride, and I see these two ladies are struggling to get their bikes on the bike rack on Uh, the back of their car. mm -hmm. And a lot of things go through my mind. First thing that went through my mind is it's 2021, and I don't want to be... The man coming in to save the damsels in distress. I had no idea how they would react to me mm-hmm. saying, do you need some help? As if they couldn't handle it themselves. Yeah. Which they clearly were not handling it themselves <laughs> from how many times they attempted to pick it up. Both of them, they couldn't pick up the bike by themselves. Oh, man. Trying to pick it up. That's not right. And then I, I'm eavesdropping. I can hear it's a mom and a daughter. And the daughter's like, mom, mom, it's not, mom. It's not, it's not how dad did it. Uh-oh. So. I get my stuff all squared away, and I said, I don't want to intrude, and I'm probably the least mechanically inclined person in the 10-mile radius, but I can try to help you if, if you'd like some help. And, oh, would you please? Oh, good. So I went over, and the bikes were really heavy. I can see why I took two of them to pick them up. And I pick it up, and I'm trying to get it on, and, and the little spokes of the bike rack are... There, obviously, it's not going on right. And it took like putting it on, taking it off, putting it on, taking it off with the mom trying to help and the daughter critiquing her helping the entire time. Oh, and I was just like, if there's security camera footage of this, I want it. Because Welcome this to having teenagers. Yeah. Got to be comical. So anyhow, finally get both bikes on. It took all three of us to figure out how to get them on and get them strapped in so they wouldn't fly off, yada, yada, yada. But after I got done, they were like, oh, thank you so much. We probably would be here till this afternoon trying to get this figured out Aww. if you hadn't come along. I said, that's great. But I, I do have a favor to ask you. I said, do you listen to our the radio Kevin station? The Kevin and Taylor show. The Kevin and do you listen to Kevin and Taylor show? And they're like, oh my gosh, yes. Are you Kevin? I said, yeah. And she's like, thank you so much for helping. Thank you. We listen to you all the time. Aww, and then so it cool. immediately switched to, so what's Taylor like? <laughs> <laughs> Like, well, I'll tell you what it's like. She's not here helping you, and I am. That's what it's like. (laughs) I am your knight in shining armor, Kevin Avery. I've come to your rescue. Focus on that. 
Focus on who the real hero is here. It's me. <laughs> so anyhow, it was great meeting them. I'm glad I was there at the right time to, to lend them a hand. Are you trying to learn something new that's kind of tough? Coming up, you might want to write it out. Are you trying to learn something new and kind of tough? You might want to write it down. Brand new research shows that handwriting plays an important role when it comes to learning. And this is big news in a world where most kids are no longer even learning cursive. They were uh, teaching people to read Arabic. I can't imagine, right? That's tough stuff. Uh, They had three learning styles. Watch a video, type it out, and write it out with pen and paper. And the writers reached proficiency way faster than the people who typed or watched the videos. They say writing things down creates a deeper understanding and connection with the material. And uh, this kind of spoke to me because I keep meaning to, I used to write my prayers, like Mm. a prayer journal, and I would stay so much more focused So it sounds like I need to go back to doing that again. One flaw with that research. There are those of us that can't read our own writing five minutes later. (laughs) What does that say? (laughs) So there is that. Hey, it's Kevin and Taylor. Who's this? Hey, Taylor. It's Joada Miller. Hey, Joada. Are you the one that you you guys had a kidney donation in your family? You got to tell us this story. Yeah, we sure did. It was awesome. My son, Brian, right, uh, Friday a week ago, his wife donated a kidney. She was the perfect match. Wow. Which we are so thankful for. To go back a step, Brian was diagnosed with kidney disease back when he was 11 years old, Mm. and that was only because of a case of strep throat. No Um, kidding. Wow. Yes. He took his course of antibiotics, but it must not have eradicated the the strep, so it attacked his kidney. So mm. like I said, he was 11 years old then, but my husband Steve donated a kidney to him at that point. They, he was a match. Oh, and wow. then here we are 14 years later, right, and uh, and uh, some virus came along and, and attacked that kidney, which meant now he needs another kidney. His own wife was wow, a match. No now kidding. that is a match made in heaven. <laughs> match made in heaven. And how are they both doing? They're doing remarkably well. Oh. Uh, God has been very, very good through every step of this. Joada, thank you so much for sharing that story with us. That is just, I know it made everybody's day. We're just so thankful. Mm. Awesome. Thanks for calling. Yeah. You're the best. We'll, we'll talk, talk to you, to you later. later. Oh, y'all are too. I love y'all's show. Oh, oh thank, thank you. you. You know how you say that thing to your kid, like, just wait till you grow up and have kids of your own. You'll know what this is like. Well, I felt like I was experiencing that when I took my niece back to school clothes shopping. She's starting high school for the first time. And when I was her age, I was extremely picky. I had to look at, <laughs> if let's say I needed a new bathing suit. Yeah. I had to look at every single bathing suit in the mall and then I would choose. Oh. And so I took her shopping. How long would that take? Like oh, it takes hours, hours. And hours and hours. Oh, my poor mother. So I took my niece shopping. She loves really comfy, casual clothes. She's not a girly girl. Yeah. And um, I took her to a store that her older sister recommended. And we went there. We went all these other stores that, you know, I thought, oh, this is a good teenager clothing store. Like, this is going to be it. Yeah. And I even, like, would try to get her, like, well, just try, you know, why don't you try it on? Like, you never know. You might really like it. Right. And and she, we left the mall with one sweater, which she won't be able to wear until it <laughs> cools <months>. off. <laughs> and I felt like that was a major victory, that we got something 
And I was footing the bill too. Like it wasn't like she was wow, watching you now because I remember what it was like when you were like, you know, salvaging like every dollar of babysitting money in hopes that you could get like a cool pair of Nikes lucky, or whatever. Uh, lucky your mom didn't say, just get some stuff and we'll take it back. <laughs> get what you really want. <laughs> To make Aunt Taylor right. feel better, it, you mean? No, so you would pay for her clothes. Oh, no. I don't think her mom knew that I was fitting the bill. They were out of town and she was spending the night with well, me. And that was one of our fun outings was to go shopping. came to mind for me was teenage teenage girl allowed you to go clothes shopping with her. Mm-hmm. There are so many moms who like their kids are like, Mom. Yeah. Just wait outside the store. Well, there I'll was, let you know when you can come in and pay. There was some fun <laughs> stuff in it for her. Like we went out to dinner and guess what? I got to be the first person to ever introduce her to gelato. Hey, there you She's go. She's never had it before and her eyes lit up like, what is this wonder? Yeah, that's a that's a life before and after moment oh, right yeah, there. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Coming up, this will make you grateful your baby was born in a hospital. This will make you grateful your baby was born in the hospital. Emily is an opera singer in New York, and she was getting super close to her due date uh, of her child. And she and her husband, Travis, were invited to a wedding in PA, and they decided to go and have a blast. They felt like it was kind of their last hurrah before becoming parents. Well, they danced and danced. In fact, people joked with them, you're going to dance that baby out. (laughs) Well, Emily's water broke in the middle of the night. So they grabbed everything, checked out of the hotel, and started trying to make it home to where their doctor is. Uh Uh-oh. The baby decided not to wait. And even before Travis could pull over, Emily delivered her own baby in the back seat on a New Jersey highway. No kidding. Thankfully, her little girl, baby Rosemary, is just fine. Isn't that crazy? You wanted to go to the wedding. Can you, you imagine had the- to dance. You had to dance all night. You danced that baby out. So you've heard it before, like you don't dip and dip again, meaning you don't dip a chip into like French onion dip, take a bite and then dip that same it's chip. double dipping. Yeah, don't do that, right? Yeah. Well, my daughter Amber came home and I caught her, <laughs> caught her double dipping. And the conversation <laughs> after that was pretty darn funny. Tell you what happened next. So my daughter Amber came home for a visit over the weekend. My wife was so happy. I was too, but my wife was just over the moon happy. Still was. After, you were telling us about all the food prep ahead yeah, of time. Afterglow so. when she left was just great. I oh, mean, she good. was just like so content and happy. It was fantastic. But while Amber was here, she committed a party foul. We've all heard that double dipping before. You mm-hmm. don't like take a chip and put it in the dip. You don't double dip bite your chip. It and then bite it again, right. Spread germs, all kinds of stuff. Well, she did it even worse than that. My wife for our barbecue on Saturday had potato salad and pasta salad, all these different salads. Well, Amber gets a spoon, takes a scoop of <gasps> potato salad. Mm, this is so good. Puts the no! spoon back in. I said, Amber, no! what you, we're all going to eat out of that. What are you doing? I got to eat out of that after you. And she goes, Dad, I have your DNA. It's fine. I said, Amber, that may be true, but a lot has happened since that time. (laughs) A lot of life has been lived between then and now, and I don't want to share that with you. Ooh, that is a party foul. Glad it was just family. Right. I said, I'm not telling anyone you did that, but don't do it again. (laughs) Isn't that disgusting? Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, you could get another clean spoon. 
if you right. wanted. Which is what what cooks do. And if you ever watch cooking yeah. show, that's what oh, they yeah. do. They go through like a thousand spoons right. while they're making right, something. Right, because you're tasting. You don't put the same one in again, whether you share the same DNA or not. That is not a valid excuse. <laughs> So another funny thing that happened when our daughter Amber was home, you know, she's moved a couple hours away. She got a big job in another city and she did this thing. Have you ever seen the TikTok video of a girl um, raiding her parents' pantry? I'm going shopping at no. my parents' house. It's not <laughs> stealing if it's your parents' house. They want the best for you at your parents' house, so it's not stealing at your so parents' house. She's literally house. basically grocery shopping for her own apartment at your pantry? Yes! <laughs> I don't mean like wow. taking like, oh, I need some cocoa powder. I mean filling grocery bags, and her accomplice was Tracy. My wife is filling the bags for oh, her. Oh, well, if mom's helping, then it's not stealing. But Amber, she caught her out there doing it and then helped her. <laughs> Did Tracy make it on her TikTok? No, no. That's no. a that's a viral TikTok that's gone around about a woman who stocks Oh, Amber up. wasn't making Amber, one herself. No, but Amber loves that Because that's song. what people do is they copy other people's TikToks and make their own. So far as I know, she hasn't. I don't know. I'm not on TikTok, so I don't know. But maybe she did. But yeah, she. the upside, though, is she took more of her stuff with her. Which means our our storage room in our oh, basement is slowly, right. slowly thinning out. Did she know not to take Dad's favorite chips out of the pantry? Or? I did, I had a don't look, don't tell policy towards the whole thing because I know she she can't afford to buy quote the good chips. Yeah, <laughs> and, that was nice of you. And we can so we'll let <laughs> we'll let those go. I'm going shopping at, at my, my parents' house. house. <laughs> hey, this is your guarantee to put you in a good mood story of the day. Good have you ever had a family dog run away? It's so heartbreaking. Well, a family in Arkansas was reunited with a dog they lost. Are you ready for this? Ten years ago. No kidding. A dog lover in California who is also a pilot flew Razzle, the family dog, 1,600 miles across the country so that they could be reunited. Where was Razzle? Uh, he was all the way over in California. When Razzle went missing from Arkansas, Aaron and Rhonda's sons were only 8 and 15 years old. Now they're 18 and 25. <laughs> I'm just like, what in the world has that pup's life been like in the last Where 10 years? Where did he go? What did he do? Did he like go on a cross-country trip? Did he get a car? Did someone give him a ride? I wonder what kind of condition was he in when the pilot found him. Was well, he well he was, fed and groomed, or was he No, a hot he's mess? so old that he's fragile. That's why he needed to be Aww. flown. Yeah, Razzle's getting up well, there. What else could they have done? Had him walk, uh, go home. That's like... <laughs> Turn around and walk back Yeah, home. right. Of course they had to fly Well, him. no, instead of drive him. They flew him instead of drive, drove him across the country. <laughs> but no, we always joke about Alex the Wonder Mutt, because the people we adopted her from say... Oh, she was living on the streets, but she is so finicky hmm. and foo-foo and, you know, I don't know what the word is. Like, she acts like royalty. We're like, a oh, rumor is she lived on the streets. <laughs> right. <laughs> but Razzled sounds like really did live on the streets. Are you always working at becoming a better parent? Coming up, moms and dads share their best parenting hacks from this past year. Are you working uh, on becoming a better parent? It's just part of your life, right? Well, moms and dads shared their favorite parenting hacks from this past year. And here are the, some of the top ones that made the list. Number one, 
Have kids pitch in with the chores no matter their age. Even when they're little, they can do little things like pick up their toys. Number two, detox your kids from all that extra screen time this past year. Mm. Set limits and be intentional about time outside. Three, teach your kids how to be a gracious loser. And finally, have a long view of parenting. I mean, every day is full of challenges, both big and small, so it's easy to feel like you're failing at every turn. But if you step back and look at the big picture, you're doing a great job, mom and dad. We're talking about moms and dads and parenting hacks and stuff. And here's what I'm wondering. In your house, who is more confident about how you're parenting your kids? Is it you or is it your better half? Because we've all had those conversations late at night, like the kid, kid did something at school and a letter got sent home or a call from the teacher. And one of the parents is like, oh, my gosh, we're ruining our kids. And the other one's like, no, 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 we're doing fine. We're doing fine. Who plays those roles in your house or do they change? Would love to hear what's happening with you guys. So I think it goes hand in hand with having kids, Taylor, is that when you have them, you second guess your parenting nonstop. I mean, how many times have we seen moms, that, you know, like they post or they tell us I'm the worst mom in the world because blank. I forgot it was dress up my kid day. I forgot it was. Um, bring brownies to school day, whatever it right. was. I'm the worst mother in the world. And I don't know where that comes from, but I see even with my wife and our kids are older now. Our youngest graduated high school 2020. So they're all like, they're, they're all in their 20s. And she'll still be like questioning how she parented it a decade, Aww. even two decades ago. She'll be like, oh my gosh, did we do the right thing? Did we not? And she plays the role of second guessing and doubting hers and and my parenting and i'm always like no we 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 did a great job if they gave out like trophies we would get one we did such a great job set them all up for success in every aspect of their lives spiritual emotional physical financial you name it we have been that platform for them to launch from the nest as successful functioning human beings you know in the world to make an impact that no problem with our parenting but she will like drill down on one little thing and won't recognize it as maybe a fault in the kid, but it's a fault in her parent. I'm like, hey, I'm not taking that on me because because they did that. Doesn't mean that's my fault. They, As a matter of fact, our parenting, they knew better than to do that. And they did it anyway. So I'm wondering, what are the conversations between you and your better half like? Who's the... Who's the good parent? Who's the bad parent? Who's the one that says, oh my gosh, are we doing this right? Did we do it right? And who's the parent who's the cheerleader going, no, we're, we're doing a great job. Hey, Jeanette, we're talking about moms and dads and how differently they view how well they're parenting. Like one usually will be like, oh, we're doing this great. And the other one will be like, we're ruining our children. So how do those roles play out in your life? Oh, that's so funny. My husband is like a chilled cucumber he never gets worked <laughs> up about anything i mean the world could be crashing down and he's like oh it'll be all right everything's good <laughs> meanwhile i'm blowing smoke cooking cleaning laundering and just trying to make it all be perfect you know uh, no he's great but you know i just think i think at the end of the day no matter how crazy things are, I feel like we're in 85 different directions between just everything that as long as we point our children to Jesus as believers, yeah. you know, and just really focus and hone in on those teachable moments um, to just lay that foundation that when they leave, you know, one day 
that is what really matters, you know, as parents. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So true. Have you ever noticed the weather's only right when you don't want it to be right? <laughs> right <yeah. laughs> the other day I was heading out to go for a mountain bike ride and my husband looked at this AccuWeather app on his phone and it says rain beginning in 35 minutes. I was like, ah, I don't know if I believe that. Like, that's probably just, you know, They're that's always no wrong. big deal. They're, They're always, always wrong. wrong anyway. So I got out on the trail and got going and I hadn't been started for more than 10 minutes and the skies opened up and it was a monsoon. I mean, I was riding through these giant mud puddles. It was crazy. And um, I had no choice but to keep on going. I had the trails only in one direction. You can't turn back. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just kept going and I I said to my sister, I called her, I'm like, you're not going to believe how muddy I am. Even on my face, I'm muddy. And I said, I think it's I'm going to burn more calories cleaning up from this ride than I am actually on the ride. But I, and for some reason, I was the only one out there. So I guess everyone believed their phones and their apps except me. Oh, yeah. The whole place to yourself. That's an upside, right? I had no one passing me. I didn't have to pass anyone else except. You Some were the ducks. You were for the first time the fastest person out there. <laughs> good job. That was a good feeling. Good job. High five. This is the part of the show where we check in with our producer Griffin. Griffin. He's got a wife, Sarah, and a five year old and a four year old. And apparently we have a little battle going on with the HOA. <laughs> Can't wait to hear about that next. So, uh, Griff, this is interesting. When my wife and I moved from our, we put our house up for sale in our last neighborhood, like five or six years ago, I said, I do not want to live somewhere with an HOA. Yeah. And sure enough, we wound up in a community <laughs> with yeah. an HOA. But this is, we, we have like the coolest HOA ever. Oh, yeah. In our new neighborhood. But you're having some problems. What's going yeah, my, on? My wife is, uh, I think she's beginning a war <gasps> with our HOA. We've only been here six months. Right. Oh, you man. Don't and you're, start and you're that. the trouble people already. I think we're uh, annoying ooh, them a little ooh, bit. Ooh, ooh. What happened? Because we're getting some work done on our house, and um, part of what we're doing is we're going to repaint our house. It needs new paint. Yeah. So my wife has decided we're going to paint it a new color. Oh. You got to get the color approved. Yes, you do. Apparently. Uh Uh-huh. She would like to paint it a very modern, cool-looking, this darkish navy with gray undertones. Ooh, that's It's very modern, and it has, like, a white trim. It looks cool. It looks, you know. Not um, in that neighborhood, it doesn't. <laughs> uh, and yeah, there seems to be some pushback on the color choice. They oh, haven't said no, no yet, uh-huh. but we can tell there's a lot of skepticism about it. Are there any them. other uh, homes in the neighborhood with that palette? There is a garage of the same color. Garage, but not Someone's a house. garage is that is color. Is that where she got the idea? Kind of. Yeah. yeah. Well, that helps. She's seen there's all of her precedent Pinterest has and, been set. Right, she, there's precedent. It looks good. Like, it's not too dark. It's not too bright. Uh-huh. They claim they want earth tones. And our argument is blue is an earth tone. <laughs> Sky, ocean. <laughs> I think by earth tone, they mean more like brownish, Brown, yeah. grayish. Well, here's here, Man, here's what could tough. happen. Unintended consequence of all this. They could say no to you all and then make those people with the garage door paint their garage door. And it'll, you'll not only have a problem with the HOA, but with this those unnamed people. neighbor because you. Because of us. <laughs> right. You brought this problem upon oh, people great. with the blue, quote, earth tone <laughs> garage door. It looks cool. If we do paint, what are they going to do? Are they going to kick us out of the neighborhood? <laughs> they can, like, fine you, too. Oh, so, once a year? Maybe so it's worth it. 
Mm-hmm. Pay it once a year so we can have, have our Navy house. Wife. Yeah. Hey, how much that cost? Happy wife, happy life. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I don't know what the fine would be. I hope it would be worth it. Oh, you have to keep us posted on how it's yeah, going. This is yeah. fascinating. Has this ever happened to you, Taylor? You um, you leave your house, you're going somewhere. Like you and Glenn are going out somewhere, you're going to church, you're going somewhere, and you realize I'm not fully put together. I forgot something or or something wrong, but there's no time to go back. Mm -hmm. You have got to go with what you have on. There's no turning back. That happened to my wife over the weekend. Can't wait to tell you about what happened next. What I'm going to share with you about my wife, uh, it started off catastrophe, but it ends well. Okay. So we're, we're going to church and, um, she had it. She looked great. She had on white dress pants and this flowy blue dress shirt. She looked like a million bucks, but we're halfway there. And she looks at her feet and goes, oh, my gosh, I forgot to put on my dress shoes. I have on my gray plastic sandals. They don't match. They, don't, they look super casual. And she's like, I can't believe this. We don't have time to turn around. I'm stuck. I have to wear these. These Aww. plastic gray sandals. Can't believe I'm wearing them to church. She wanted to look great. And I'm trying to convince her, like, oh, it's fine. No one's going to look at your feet once you get in the pew. No one's going to see them anyway. Mm-hmm. Now, what's what's the big deal? Fast forward to their, their reading from the gospel. And Jesus instructs the disciples to head out and preach and take no bread, no bag, no money in your belt, but to wear sandals. <laughs> <laughs> Check. <laughs> She was being biblical. <laughs> start giggling. People started staring at me, and I said, "And you're just doing what Jesus told you to do, honey. You're just you're you're just wearing the sandals. That's, That's what the, cute. The man himself told you to do it. So I don't think it's a problem." There's a show that I think is just timeless. I don't care how many years go by. You can watch an episode of Everybody Loves Raymond, and it will connect with you, especially <laughs> if you have kids. Are you still making your way through the reruns? Deal. I, I think we've watched them all again. Um, but I'm mentioning Everybody Loves Raymond in that show, The Middle, because they both starred uh, Patricia Heaton. And she announced something or posted something on her social media um, two, three days ago. Maybe it's about a week ago now that I thought was pretty significant. She said, um, it, and you know what? It was a couple weeks. It was Fourth of July. And she said, I'm cele- a lot of us are celebrating freedom today and I'm celebrating freedom from alcohol. I haven't had a, had a drink in three years. Good for her. Now, I didn't even know that was a yeah, thing in her life. I don't know that that was something that she announced years ago that she was going to do, but she said that she got to a point in her life where uh, her and her husband had raised their four kids and the kids were moving out of the house and she just felt like it was becoming more of a thing than she wanted mm-hmm. to have in her life. So yeah. she was just like, you know what? I don't I don't want this to become a thing, so I'm just uh-huh. going to stop. So it's been three years for her. That rocks. Yeah, so, I mean, that's got to be inspiring because so many people turned to alcohol during the pandemic to get through things. So here she is showing that you can make it three years without it. Yeah, so as somebody who I, I had lunch uh, with my cousin a few weeks ago who I hadn't seen in a long time. And um, over the years, we've kind of we haven't been really tight like we were when we were you know younger and little. Uh, and I it just came up in conversation. I was like, oh, yeah, I haven't had a drink since the 90s. And she goes, are you serious? And I, I said, oh, yeah. And I said, I stopped and I have that marks my life before and after. Mm. It was awful before. and It's way better. Since. Yeah. So uh, awesome. so when I saw that uh, about Patricia Heaton, it really rung. You know, it really hit me. Yeah. And I was like, wow, go, Patricia. And if that's you, no better day to start than today. Mm hmm. 
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.